This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. So I want to talk about um, helping the supply side of the economy. You heard Art Laffer earlier in the show, and we have a great op-ed piece. Uh, Tax cuts could help Jerome Powell, could give them a helping hand. I mean, don't put it all on the Fed. Let's have some production and some additional employment, which itself, remember, inflation is too much money chasing too few goods. Right, the Fed is trying to cut back on money, but what about producing more goods? Anyway, we bring in my great pal Scott Hodge, President Emeritus, Senior Policy Advisor still at the Tax Foundation. So, Scott, this is a very good piece, and you focus heavily, and the reason I really want to have you on is people. I don't want people to lose sight of the fact that the 100% immediate expensing or bonus depreciation is so important uh, to replenish machinery and replenish equipment and give the workforce the best possible tools uh, to do their job. So tell us about that, some supply-side help on the way, maybe. Well, it's absolutely critical, uh, Larry. It, you know, it seems weird that both Congress and the White House have basically turned over the keys to the economy to the Fed mm. and is wait, waiting for the Federal Reserve essentially to, to, to raise interest rates to such a level to throw us into a recession. And then what? <laughs> we should be getting ahead of the curve and, as you say, helping the supply side of the economy by preventing the expiration and phasing out of this bonus expensing, which allows companies to write off uh, in the same year that they purchase their capital equipment, uh, you know, th- these n- new tools and, and um, uh, equipment. What's interesting about this um, is not only does bonus expensing uh, increase the amount of capital in the economy, but studies have shown it also boosts the amount of jobs in the economy. One study found that uh, not only did it increase the amount of capital investment by about 7 or 8%, but it increased the amount of jobs by 11%. And a lot of those jobs were at the lower end of the of the scale, uh, including a lot of minority um, uh, uh, workers, women, and, um, and younger workers, all a net positive to the economy. So you both help on the equipment supply side, but also on the worker supply side, net net, that's a positive. So Scott, Hodge, um, if you're going to give, if you're going to Incentivize more capital because you can write it off faster mm-hmm. to deduction. Yep. Uh, and you're going to improve machinery, equipment, technology, presumably. You can spend it on new, uh, whatever, new computers, but, you know, new advanced uh, technology. Uh, that will help worker wages, won't it? I mean, you're going to pick up when real wages falling 3.5% over the past year, it's one of the crippling effects of the inflation. But this kind of a corporate tax cut will help wage increases. Well, clearly, you know, the better tools that workers have, the more productive they are. And as a consequence, uh, they, can, uh, they, they can earn more money and see their wages climb. And, you know, I think, you know, you look at the, 
uh, as we've modeled this proposal many, many times, we've found that bonus expensing is really the most powerful uh, tax cut that that are in the toolbox mm. of, of ways to improve the economy. Far more uh, uh, positive for the economy and growth than even cutting the corporate tax rate. Mm. And uh, that says a lot. It says that um, uh, when you incentivize the kind of um, uh, you know, retooling and reinvestment in the economy, you not only get more growth, but you get more workers. They earn more money. Their their living standards go up. Everything is a, a net positive. Better tools, modernized technology will help productivity, will it not? So, in effect, the worker, yeah. you know, the wage increase will be paid for by better productivity, which makes everything more efficient. Yeah, and another interesting thing that uh, one of the studies found is that uh, they combated this notion that uh, if you just simply invest in more tools, what you're doing is essentially replacing workers with robots and, and, and machinery. And the study found that that was not the case. They found that, that uh, labor and capital were complementary. So the more tools that you had in your factory, the more people you need to, to manage and run those tools. Uh, is essentially how it works. And the more people you have, the more tools you need. And so all of this uh, is, a, is, is how the economy grows. It's all about the supply of capital and the, the supply of labor, and that's how the economy grows. So, you know, years ago, uh, the brilliant Fred Smith, who founded mm-hmm. and invented FedEx, in fact, Fred was on the TV show last week, he had said this to me. I don't know. This could have been 15, 20 years ago. How important expensing was because it'll make it cheaper to get the best possible new machinery and equipment. He, he always preached this. Now, I'm big on lower corporate tax rates also, sure. but I think the two go together. But let me ask you this. Um, the expensing, the immediate expensing, the so-called bonus depreciation for new uh, equipment and machinery is – Ending or beginning to end at the end of this year? I mean, what's the timeline on this? Um, That's exactly right. Yeah, it, it, it begins to phase down starting January 1st of next year. And every year it's going to phase down at a 20% rate over the next couple of years. So uh, we need to move quickly to prevent that from happening. And, you know, this is one of those things that it, it really doesn't take much uh, on the part of lawmakers to prevent uh, this from happening. You don't have to invent any new legislation or anything. All you have to do is stop something from phasing out, and you can have a big impact on long-term economic growth. You know, I think, uh, Scott Hodge, I think the the new uh, commitment to America, Kevin uh, uh, mm-hmm. and his group, I mean, they, they want to make the Trump tax cuts permanent. I think that's a, a, one of the core issues, but just – on this thing to extend it, like you, so it would go from a hundred percent. You're saying to eighty percent to sixty. Is that how it phases down? Exactly. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they'll need a law to do that, though, will they not? Yeah, but all they need to do is pass a law that prevents that from from right. sunsetting. Right. And that you know, it's much like extending the uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Uh, you're just preventing a tax increase from coming. Uh, and we have to think about it in those terms where uh, by allowing this this uh, bonus expensing to phase down, you're essentially 
increasing the tax rate on capital mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. And and so we're preventing a tax increase on capital by extending this uh, permanent expensing. Well, I could say if inflation is too much money chasing too few goods, why don't we just figure out ways to produce more goods? That's exactly right. Otherwise, <laughs> what the Fed's going to do, you know this. I mean, this is because yeah. because the Biden will probably veto anything like this. I mean, it's unfortunate, but true. All right. I hope I'm wrong, but I think you would. So you're going to be left with the Fed shrinking the money supply, jacking up rates. And we're going to be in a very deep monetary contraction. We're going to be in a deep Mm -hmm. recession. In other words, there's a supply side answer to this root canal monetary policy. Root canal without Novocaine. So I'd like to apply some Novocaine on the supply side. That's really what we're talking about, I think. Well, and, and, you know, we, we look at what's going on in, in the U.K. right now, Larry, where yeah. this trust is is doing exactly what we're recommending. Uh, she's preventing a tax incre- a corporate tax increase. They're expanding bonus expensing. Uh, they're reducing the tax costs on labor by reducing payroll taxes. Uh, they're doing all the right things to boost that supply side of the economy which will, you know, really offset a lot of the pain that's going to come from raising interest rates. And that's that's this. Well, you were there, Larry, when when Ronald Reagan did the same thing in the early 1980s. Yeah, he cut taxes while Volcker was raising interest rates. And that boosted the economy, boosted the supply side of the economy. And and uh, really, I think, uh, inoculated people from some of the, the worst pain from those high interest rates. No, um, I had Art Laffer on the top of the show talking about Liz Truss. Mm-hmm. And there, this is basically Reagan policies, Thatcher policies, supply-side policies. It's what we need. Of course, the mainstream media attacked her yesterday. But your point is, uh, let's just focus on this one issue, which is so yeah. terribly important. And it need, you're right. It needs to be ventilated. It needs to be uh, put out there. I will. Maybe you come on the TV show this week and talk about it there it's just to get some more visibility because it shouldn't be permitted. I mean, it's so it's like you're going to make capital equipment 20 percent more expensive now every year unless they do something about it. So given all the inflation pressures, this would be another expense that people don't want. And um, it will do more damage to the economy. I mean, what here? Oh, yeah. If you're <laughs> Biden's supposed to be for the unions and the workforce and all this stuff, so this would help them. This would help oh, them, right? It would give absolutely. them better tools. New, I don't know, new computers, new printer machine, new whatever it is they're inventing. I mean, if you're pro worker, you want to do this. That's absolutely right, and you can go a step farther too. One of the unfortunate aspects of the bonus expensing, it's only limited to kind of short-lived um, uh, assets like uh, machinery, computers, and so forth. And it doesn't apply to buildings and structures like mm. factories. Mm. Those still have to be depreciated over 39 years. And with 9% inflation, that makes those those write-offs virtually worthless. And we need to extend this to building, buildings and factories to incentivize the kind of, of onshoring and production from that side of the, the equation as well, not just from the tools that go in the factory, but the ability for companies to write off the factory itself. Well, that's right. So you have um, – we probably don't have enough time to go through it. But you have this neutral cost recovery system 
that Correct, yeah. would speed up uh, the depreciation even on buildings and factories. Which it is, just indexes it to the to inflation and uh, and uh, a basic rate of return. Well, I mean, I think that's pretty sensible too. Look, uh, they should extend the whole thing. I mean, really, the Trump tax cuts were a success. The economy yep. was booming. Uh, even you know, as COVID phased down and businesses reopened, we still had the Trump tax cuts. The trouble is, they're starting to eat into them. Right? They took away other expensing issues in the so-called Inflation Reduction Act. That was not cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that was, you know, this 15% minimum tax was not a good idea. And they'd love to repeal the entire Trump tax cuts. I mean, Janet Yellen said as much yesterday or Thursday. She said as much. We have unfinished agenda. We have to tax wealthy people and corporations. What a great idea. And meanwhile, we're going into a deep recession as the Fed is crunching us down into nothing. Anyway, Scott Hodge, Tax Foundation, Great idea. Let's extend 100% full expensing. Let's get the depreciation bonus back so we can give our workforce the best possible tools. Scott, thank you very much. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.